Hello and welcome to Trinity Podcast. My name is Hami and this is the last episode of TPN. Yep, you heard it right. It's the last episode of TPN. Only TPN. We are still doing the Trinity Podcast and the reviews. But for the TPN section, this will be the last one. And we will not publish any more TPNs on this Trinity Podcast. This doesn't mean TPN is disappearing. No, we are just making it bigger, better, and fancier. It's evolving. It's getting its own little thing. And there are some surprises. It's coming soon. We are working on some very big stuff. There are some huge announcements coming in. We are... I don't know if I should tell you this. Probably Deirdre and Victor will kill me for telling you this. They are like the Kevin Feige of... of Trinity podcast so I'm gonna be the Tom Holland and I'm gonna let you guys know on a little secret we are making our own little multiverse per se but you're gonna find out soon we will let you know why not follow us on Instagram join our discord and while you're getting your cup of tea and relaxing and chillaxing and stay safe, stay indoors, wear masks, or get vaccinated if you can. I don't know what your situation is. If you can, go for it. If you can't, wait for it. Your time will come. But till then, stay safe, stay indoors, wear a mask, and let's just jump right into it, right? First of all, we should we should talk about how we haven't been recording in such a long time. Damn. Last time we recorded was like sometime early December, if I remember. It's been a hot minute, yes. A lot has happened. I moved house. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of us had deadlines and they met them, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) We pushed the extension again, so I've just been, I've actually been living with family recently as well and doing this deadline, but I have made good headway, so I'm happy. Let's go. That's good. It's good yeah. stuff. And um, yeah, sorry to everyone who's listening for putting the weight on you. But if you're back now and you hopefully go back to the original schedule of releasing every Sunday on Trinity Podcast in every outlet there is. If I've missed the outlet, please, please, please send us a message through Instagram or Twitter or whatever. I will add Trinity Podcast to it. That's not a problem. Just putting that out there. Okay, now, back to TPN. Tom Holland denies Toby and Andrew's return. I don't believe him. What's your... (laughs) It's fake news, yeah, man. Don't believe him. I mean, there's always a chance that they kept him out of the loop again, the whole wedding scene in the Avengers. Nope, 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 nope. He knew, like, look, no, everybody knew that that wasn't a wedding scene because he wouldn't be sad at a wedding, okay? It's fake news. He's lying to all of us, okay? (laughs) He had that Instagram post like a few weeks ago where he said today's one of the best days of my acting career or some shit, right? And then he goes, yeah. if you were there, you know what I'm talking about. Something must have happened. Yeah. 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 I think what happened is that they have the tree of spiders, but um, not in the movie. I think it's the post credit or like what's to come. Right. I don't, I don't think the story of the, this movie is about that. I sure hope not. Because it'd be such a waste so early. But we, we know for a fact that um, Daredevil is going to be in it. Okay. Oh, is that, that's that, confirmed. that confirmed? 
I believe that is confirmed, yes. That is crazy. Okay, that's actually good. That that means that the one good Netflix show is coming back. <laughs> I like Jessica Jones. Oh, sorry, Punisher as well. Punisher was good. And Punisher as well, yeah. Punisher was good too. Uh, we're not talking about that. all good, except Iron Fist. Iron, Iron Fist was just a huge flop. Yeah, Iron Fist was. You know, it was, it was, it was a good pastime, but... Okay, th- this is what Iron Fist was. Iron Fist was the titan for Marvel. <laughs> it, it is probably Marvel's worst product and I, and I and you have to remember that I hated Thor too so like well, this is this is definitely like the worst Marvel product to exist and I, even worse than the, the Edward Norton Hulk movie right yeah 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 it feels bad but yeah no um yeah. I, I it's weird because so him denying it like he's the only one that's come forth to deny it right Marvel originally like back at the beginning when the rumors started Marvel also said that these rumors there is no um concrete evidence into it and it's not true but at the time they said yet <laughs> yeah okay um, yeah because they were just flat out tonight as well right yeah okay well nice try tom holland nice try i know i'm, I'm yeah i'm a scammer i know a scammer when i see a scammer <laughs> I, I i know what you're up to um moving on from that because we have a lot to cover uh, and we already have like skipped a lot of stuff as well. Oh, yeah, a lot. Of, a lot's uh, happened, right? A lot has happened. Like it's been a few months. So yeah, um, excuse us is if you're not covering the news. If you had in mind, if you want us to cover anything, do hit us up in our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just saying. Um, Zack Snyder on Robin's death. He had um, this idea that if he if he was ever gonna do. A continuation of movies he really wanted to go over on how nightwing because the robin that died was nightwing from Zack snyder's point of view and he wanted to go go focus on how the death of robin happened and how joker was behind it and why wayne manor is burnt down which is apparently all connected yeah the way the way he described it it sounded like a very uh intimate film yeah and then it would, it would just have like maybe what top five top six billing so like six main characters or something yeah no i would have been down for that that sounds like it because it would have been all prequel right yeah so it would have all been something that's already happened nothing new to add nothing new to mess up hopefully nothing new to mess up the continuum <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, even if they release something, I don't think they're gonna add it to the continuum. Like, even right now, the Snyder Cut that's coming out, I don't think it's a countless continuum, right? Yeah. yeah, I think this is something to feed the fans to keep them quiet. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think it's to literally let the people, because uh, from 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 my understanding is, uh, if that if Snyder Cut does well, we might get a cut of uh, Suicide Squad. Yes, and I really want to see that one actually. Because they seem to be on good terms with uh, Gelato right now. Yeah, it, uh, it does sound neat. I, I would have loved to have seen that because they already debunked the whole of Robin and Joker on the same person kind of thing. So it would have been cool just because we were we were going to get a taste of Batman and the Joker in the same screen for a hot minute in the new Snyder cut spoilers from the trailer. Okay. Uh, but it would have been really cool to see. Yeah, it would have been really cool to see a whole movie with those with uh, Ben Affleck and Jared Leto just going back and forth. Ba- um, <laughs> I was about to call Zack Snyder Batman. Um, Zack Snyder has already um showed interest in if he was ever to come back to the DC movies. 
he wants to do a Batman and Deathstroke movie, but I'm pretty oh, sure he wants to do a like Joker. Like he would have involved Joker somehow. Oh yeah, I'd be like. I think I, honestly, as a DC fan, I think Viver robbed of having a good DC a movie with a good Joker of General Letter. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's there, out there, but we just never got it. Well, it's probably on the cutting room floor of the like. How much she said, like eighty percent of Jared Leto's material was left on the cutting room floor from um, Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. Even more so, like Justice. Also, it wasn't Justice League. It was BVS that just proved to me, at least, that you know Zack Snyder is capable of directing a Batman film. Now, the film might be bad, but the action will definitely be good. And that's maybe what the, I mean. You know, I'll sacrifice it to be honest. We've had a lot. Of... I believe if you had more movies to play out. I think I think he would show it show us something that is not as um, dramatic as the Batman. Well, his got. his vision of Gotham just looks really cool. I I like the because even yeah. in the scenes where like it looks CGI, I, I've like we'll talk about this in a bit as well. Actually, I'll just mention now just before we talk about the Justice League trailer anyway. The Zack Snyder Justice League trailer. Yeah, but yeah, we can we can we can jump into that next. There's no. I've grown to and maybe this is just some Stockholm syndrome <laughs> activity, but I've grown <laughs> to love the DC look of uh the their films where it feels very poppy very comic-y right it doesn't it doesn't have to be grounded in reality when the background is cgi and the villains are cgi maybe they're meant to look a bit fake I, I, okay yeah because to me it feels very like it takes me out of it and it makes me well it takes me out in a way that like if you, if you guys have seen sin city yeah it feels very comic-y it feels like oh like i'm yeah. watching a comic come to life but maybe that's just some Stockholm syndrome from uh, the DC side. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, do you, uh, Victor, do you have any views on this? Okay, so the reason why I'm down for it, right, is because I think that we've reached this point where Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers they just like taking taking their own like turn. So if Zack Snyder is to come back, I'm not gonna really consider it. Oh, this is a part of the DC EU. This is just like, oh, this is Zack Snyder's um, film about. Robin and stuff like that, and I'm just gonna enjoy it as that, not to be some kind of oh, this is one cog in this big machine of the DC universe and stuff like that. So I'm down to be honest, I'm down now for anybody to make whatever film that they want because I'm gonna watch it if it involves my favorite character. I don't care. What lockdown has done to us, we just uh, we just wanna watch something, man. Take it, please. Anything, just entertain us. Because if you think about it, you know the amount of movies we've missed out on because of lockdown. Oh, yeah. It's insane. It's like, we should have been knowing yeah. information about Doctor Strange 2 by now. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is true. That is true. That's actually one of the reasons why I'm looking forward to the a Snyder Cut. Someone on Instagram messaged me, one of my friends. Uh, he, he said, like, oh, what do you think of the trailer? I was like, well, I'm just really here for the, like, just to watch a movie. I don't, like, the only thing you need to do is to make a better Justice League movie. And the bar is so low that that you've already already succeeded. So I'm just here to enjoy my time because it doesn't even connect to the connectivity of, like, oh, uh, well, the idea is that after this, Aquaman comes out and all of these has come out already. So... I don't really care about what you're going to show me. Just show it to me. I just want to see. I just want to go like, uh, like for example, one of the things we didn't like was the Batman being so brutal. Sure. 
but at this point, we, we don't really care. It's just go have nuke Gotham. I don't know. <laughs> like, make it look cool. I know we kill people. Yeah. Close up the city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, um, I agree. At, at this point, just, just let directors have their own movie. 100%. Okay, we got a first look at of the Justice League Joker. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you think of it? That's cool. Oh, so here's the thing. So here's so not really a rant, but like mm-hmm. oh, just give us the movie. I don't care about these like little teasers anymore, dude. I want the movie. You know, I don't want another trailer. I don't want another poster. I don't want another teaser for a cut, like a post credit yeah, like- Just give me because the, the thing is, I'm, they know I'm gonna watch it. And the people who this trailer's for and all these sneak like they're already gonna watch it. You know, mm-hmm. everyone and we're in a pandemic. I mean, you guys have already said we're in a pandemic. We'll take what we can, man. You know, like, I, I, was, I was watching High School Musical 3 last week. <laughs> I, I didn't even like High School Musical that much. You know, I'll watch anything right now. Please, just give me anything, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Like, at this point, even the people that were not going to watch it are going to watch it. It's just like, I, I, I need to waste time. <laughs> he looks cool. Like, he's going he's gonna to look cool no matter what, right? Like, we're, we're suckers, yeah. like... I liked how he looked in Suicide Squad, right? Even when everyone hated it back at the time. Yeah. It was a bit extra, but you know what? We took it. We were like, you know what? We'll see what happens. And I think we've been so battered as DC fans anyway. We'll just take what we can, man. You know, like, I've yeah. I've seen what... What was that guy? John Diggle? What he looked like as a superhero? Yeah. So, like, nothing can phase me anymore with yeah. DC. They can literally bring up, like, Henry Cavill in just red underwear and paint him blue. And I'll still watch that, you know? Yeah, um, okay, to add on to that, yeah, that's actually very true because I've realized the kind of craziness has been kind of flashed in my face. And I took a step back for a second because I remember having a conversation with a couple of friends and we were just talking about like DC movies and like comic book saturation on TV and whatever. And then I took a step back and I was like, have you seen John Cena's costume in the new Suicide Squad movie? That looks hilarious. Oh my god. When, when I, thought, so I thought about it and I went, why the hell am I going to complain about what the job looks like? And <laughs> so, if, like if, I, if I can accept John Cena dressing like that, I can accept anything. But I think that's more just as a. <laughs> to be fair, you think that's intentionally meant to look bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's true. That's true. Alright, so moving on. Jamie Lee Curtins joins Borderlands. Curtins. Uh, <laughs> Who's that? Curtis, sorry. <laughs> Curtis. Sorry, I need to buy new curtains. It's in my head. So, there are, after that, there are some other people that were, and I, I wrote this a few days ago, but since then, um, there are more people that are added into the cast. I know four people overall. Um, one of them is the, some of them were already announced. So I'm just reading all of them together. So, Kate, okay, I'm going to push this. Kate Blanchett, I got you, dude. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, that one, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Kevin Hart, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Jack Black. Kevin Hart is going to play Roland from Borderlands. Jack Black is going to play Claptrap. Uh, or Voison. <laughs> if he plays him, well, he, he got to get an Oscar, come on. Um, and Lilith for um, Kate. 
What are you guys playing? Well, uh, you oh know. wait, hold on. First of all, let me ask you this. Um, do you guys have you guys played Border any of the Border Nine games? I was gonna or say, yeah. Do you know what it is? I've always <laughs> never played. Yeah, I've never played the series. I knew, like, I had a coworker that was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I'll watch it. You know, I watched Jumanji. <laughs> yeah. And I'm saying that as if it's a, like, well, I watch that. I watch anything. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> as in. If, I'm already familiar with the chemistry that Kevin Hart and uh, Jack Black can have on screen together. Like, granted, yeah. it's just Jack Black's voice. But here's me thinking that Jack Black retired from acting. So I'm, I'm just like, hell yeah. I bring him back. Um, Kate Blanchett, it's funny it's funny because I've been rewatching uh, New Girl recently. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in the series <laughs> as uh, Jessica Day's mother. She has great comedic presence. I'm assuming Borderlands is a funny gaming franchise. Yeah, it, it it mocks itself in some way. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I, it's, it, it sounds like a film. Like we need, we still need a good dub for video game films. We, we, I don't think we've had any like spectacular video game films yet. I'm I'm telling you, this is not gonna be a spectacular. <laughs> I mean, no, this could be funny, right? Like this could be so. How dense so was already? Right? Here's the here's the tiny problem, and. Um, no pun intended. All right. Um, <laughs> the role that Kevin Hart is supposed to play, which is Roland, is this massive, muscular guy who is um, like the the joke is about him being massive and muscular. And that's what it looked, I, I don't know where we <laughs> got wrong. This is hilarious already. Oh, okay. Okay. You can't Kevin Hart is playing this role, and I'm just like. Okay, I mean, don't get me wrong. Kevin Hart is an excellent actor, excellent comedian. <laughs> he can handle anything. But I'm just, I, I, it's like one of those things that, like, when the trailer for the Sonic drop is like, did nobody watch this? Like, what? <laughs> I, like, did, did anybody read this on a paper and were like, yeah, that that makes sense? They could give him uh, the Dinklage treatment from Endgame, where they just size him up like tenfold. <laughs> You know, yeah. Who does? Who does? That's. I think that's that. That already sounds hilarious to me. They cast the little guy as the big guy. Well, yeah. but you said that um, this the game is kind of like it mocks itself, right? Yeah, in in sort of a way. So like like for example, it the jokes are like very on the nose. Like the sarcasticness is very, um, like in your face. Um, like. Like someone who explodes stuff, his name is Boom Boom, or I don't know, I don't, I don't remember. I haven't played in a very long time. Right. Um. Because I'm thinking the movie is probably going to do that, and it would like probably pick the fact that like Kevin Hart will probably make the joke about the fact that oh he's playing with what happened to your height exactly <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe that that could work. I think the genre of it, yes, because it's going to be a comedy film. I'm assuming. It better be. And so like. What's... It needs to be. It needs to be a comedy action film. Yeah. So, cause... so here's as a as a person who played all the Borderland games. Um, I'm not a biggest fan. I just played it because I like co-op games, and you can play this co-op. Yeah. One of the problems I had with it was the third game was very glitchy, very laggy, and I didn't enjoy it as much as I I wanted to. But the jokes is one of the reasons why people go back into it. And it's one of the holes or hooks that it has. If they're making a movie that's not comedy and not action, mm. what are you doing? Well, it also has a unique look, right? Like, so I, yeah. 
I sure hope that the film itself kind of has a unique because what with what Edgar Wright did with Scott Pilgrim, it had a unique look, right? Yeah. I hope somehow they managed to pay homage to it. And even with that is with with video game films in general, they tend to be more serious, right? So you have Assassin's Creed, you have Lara Croft. There's not like um, a lot of comedic, but it's not primarily a comedy, right? I feel like with this, if they make it a comedy first, they don't they don't have to make it a Borderlands film. They can make it a comedy film with Borderlands undertones, I guess. Or I just use the same. It's the character. But just like what with what they did with um, I don't know if anyone has seen the Sonic Boom series uh, from what I've seen like here and there. Mm. It's a comedy series, but like they use the Sonic characters in it. So like they managed to weld in the world of Sonic and like. This could have just—you could—you could tell that these writers are competent enough that they could have picked up any IP and made a hilarious co- uh, comedy series with it. So I kind of hope that it's in the same vein here, where it's set in the Borderlands world and it has like hints to the lore and stuff, but it's primarily a comedy film because that's what's just going to get the mainstream audience into this, you know, mm-hmm. bumps and seats. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. As far as it's uh, honestly, <laughs> it's back to the same point. As far as it's something fun and enjoyable, just give it to me. Yeah, we need a good video game film. That's you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think this is gonna be it. But uh, I take anything at this point. Moving on, D and D film adds Justice Smith and Michelle Rodriguez to Chris Pine. Um, okay. so, they add them onto Chris Pine, or he's, he's in like, the film. In like, uh, yeah, he was already cast. <laughs> so, what do you? Are you guys? Uh, I, I know, Deary, you're a D and D player because you're a player in my campaign. <laughs> yeah. So, so how's that going? By the way, is that campaign still going? <laughs> they kept. Well, it's on pause. Now, <laughs> I'm waiting for everyone. It's been a um, yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a yeah crazy year. Yeah, what do you guys think? Um, there have been so many different alternations of Dungeons and Dragon movies <clears throat> back in the day, but no, well, from the ones that I remember at least, none of them were one as finance as these are. Two, they none of them have as many famous actors and actresses on them either. So, do you guys have any? Thoughts? I'm gonna say this now, right? Yeah. <laughs> my eat my words. So in a few when we're gonna watch this film and we're gonna talk about it on Trinity Podcast at some point, right? Yeah, probably. Mark my words. This there's no way this film can be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't it be bad? I'll say this much. They have so there's two ways that this film could go, right? And I'm assuming as well this film is gonna be a very funny film. Okay. Chris Pine Chris Dungeons, Pine is like you think so? Is Dungeons and Dragons like a funny thing? I didn't think it was. No, 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 so no. It's, it's a, it's a whatever, very imaginative thing. So. Yeah, it's whatever you make it. Yeah. Right? So some campaigns can be hilarious. Some campaigns can be serious, right? Yeah. Uh, it's very sandboxy. And it, like, it's one of the like really cool, like coolest games to exist. As, as a DM, you, I'm, I'm emotional now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's one of the coolest games I've played. All right, yeah, go on. Sorry. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, Chris Pine, on-screen dynamite, right? Michelle Rodriguez, you know, I've seen her in Fast and Furious. She mm. kicks ass. She's really cool, right? And then Justice Smith, like, I've seen The Get Down. He's been in The Get Down. He's been in Jurassic World, I think. Pokemon. And, uh, Pokemon film, yeah. And so he's a very capable actor too, right? So mm. this already takes, like, a few boxes where you have stellar casting anyway, but the, the cast isn't, like, too famous for me to be like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, whatever, like, you would care. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I quite cared about Chris Pine. 
But I, I was I, actually very surprised that he was attached to this. He, he was seems, like, oh, okay. You know, like I haven't seen Wonder Woman two, but he's hilarious in Wonder Woman. Like mm. one, I feel mm. like he hard carried that film for me, and I feel like if you can hard carry that, <laughs> you can definitely carry a D and D film. And like you know, the D and D is it fair to call it a franchise or a game or whatever? It has yeah. a very dedicated fan base. Yeah, and there's an infinite amount of really hilarious campaigns. I'd be very surprised if they don't get like if we don't get like a nod to like Critical Role yeah. in the film. But like you know, I'm 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 down for this. Like I, you put Justice Smith and Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez on like any top billing for our film, I'm gonna see it. <laughs> you know what do you think you should put in this film, right? Because I know Joe Manganiello is an insanely massive oh, yeah. fan. I was actually gonna say that as well. You're gone. He must be rolling like he just must be fuming. He might be, he might be like attached to some behind the scenes, oh, like, sure. like a producer or something. I don't know. I, I know, I don't know a lot about this movie. I literally, when I saw the um, news title that Justice Smith was uh, was um, cast for this, I was like, wait, there is a D and D movie coming out. Like, I I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah, like this was very under my radar. Yeah, Joe Manganiello and. Uh... And uh, Matt Mercer should be attached somehow. I really hope, like, even if it's minor, like, I, I really want them to be involved. Hundred percent. Mm. Oh well, Falcon Winter Soldier trailer. Let's go! Let's go! You know, the funny thing, I actually still don't know what's going to happen in the series. Like, I just know that the government doesn't accept Sam's Captain America. That's me. I think that's what the series is about. I think it's about who's going to be the next cap. Well, and have have you seen the trailer, Victor? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hmm. Before we even talk about that, like I was even thinking the other day, like, holy crap, are we lucky to be alive at the same time as <laughs> like Kevin Feige exists on this planet, right? That's so true. Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, so how we look back at like Shakespeare, right? We're like, dang, he made Othello, he made, you know, Midsummer Night's Dream, he made Romeo and Dream. This guy's a, well, Kevin Feige made like 23 goddamn films, and he's still going. <laughs> he's, he's considered as one of the greatest producers ever. That's what, like, a lot of people are saying, and you know what? He's not, the, who, who else is that said it? Ben Affleck, right? Yeah. That man yeah, is I think it was Ben Affleck, yeah. Like, I, I don't see Kevin Feige doing anything wrong on, like, in terms of, like, directing and producing but not directing, but just in terms of producing anything, because he knows what we want, you know. He's just constantly yeah. breaking out. I don't know if you've guys seen One Division. <gasps> no, I'm I'm that up. I haven't seen it. Haven't Dude, they've been popping off for that. I, it definitely is something that like, and it's crazy how he's managed to like. I mean, obviously it's not just Kevin. I mean, uh, uh, Kevin Feige doing this, but the way that they've given it the same care as a Marvel film. But they understand, yeah, same budget, same, like, like the effects don't look bad. Um, and if they do, it's intentional. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, it has not dropped. The writing is insane. Like, they've nailed it. They've got, the, like, really good writing. I, I do have one complaint, though. Is it spoilery? The credits, no, no, no. The, credit, the credits part is, like, half hour itself. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's an exaggeration. But, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. It is pretty long, yeah. Um... But, you know, they've managed to figure out a way, because I'm sure that they'll do this with the Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon series, is they know how to contain an episode. And mm-hmm. also, because this is something that I don't think should be binged. I feel like they managed to make it in a way that you should watch it on a weekly basis and have those, like, workplace conversations with your friends 
and your colleagues about what's going on. And it is an intelligent, like, I'm usually not a fan of weekly release, but here it does t- uh, seem to work, where I'm able to digest the series. Every Thursday night is, like, Christmas Eve, because the next day is Christmas <laughs> and they release the series. And I get to have, like, a week of letting the episode marinate in my head, you know, talk about theories, you know. It becomes a very community, like, what... Okay, yeah, yeah. Can, can, can I stop you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna snake you out. Yeah. He, sa- he says talk about theories, but as soon as I saw the episode, I'm trying to think of a way to say it without saying it. Okay, the first what the fuck moment of the series. Yeah. I, when I saw that episode, I tried to come up with theories and talk about it with uh, with theory, and he was just like, "Man, I'm only here to, for the ride. I'm just here just to enjoy the the, the series. I don't want to. I don't want to think about these guys." Like, All right, okay. Hey, okay, okay. <laughs> I've been snaked. <laughs> well, I mean, this general it's uh, like I've been talking about it with uh, well, not just theory, well, not the theories, but pretty much what's been happening. Like, holy crap! Like, can you believe this is happening? Can you believe this is happening? It's brought a sense of community back that we've been lacking, I think, in in the end times, as we call it, uh, since the big Rona hit us. You know, with with this, I because I, yeah. I was more excited for One Division anyway when they announced it, when they announced all the Marvel series. Yeah. But like, you know, seeing this trailer, I've I've missed Sam Wilson. And I've missed Bucky Barnes <laughs> on my screen. I, and it really does feel good to see the Marvel logo on my screen every week. Like the Marvel logo, just hearing the... Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I, and I trust, you know, the series looks like it's going to be kick-ass. It's going to be badass. It's going to be epic. And this, I think this was the one with the highest budget as well uh, of the three Marvel series that they announced. So Probably, yeah. It's going to be epic. Okay. Um, Victor, do you have anything to add to that? I just can't wait to see the show, to be honest, man. Because the, the funny thing, right, about the Winter Soldier and Falcon is the fact that they have, like, that um, buddy cop type of relationship. So yep. kind of yeah, like yeah, 100%. Lethal Weapon or um, Beverly Hills Cop and stuff like that. So it would be fun to see how technically a 17 to 80 year old man can talk to... <laughs> Like a young black man in 2010, so it's going to be quite interesting. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I, I think I'm actually, yeah, I agree with you in the sense that one of the um, things that I'm most looking forward to is to see that interaction between these two characters. It reminds, uh, well, you said um, Lethal Weapon, that's true, and also um, Rush Hour. It reminded me of yes. a Rush Hour kind yeah. of duo, and I was just like, Yo, I miss this. I I really want something like this. So, I mean, it's yeah, I'm excited for that. I, I don't know how many times we've had that conversation over the years of like, whenever you just come out of a Marvel film, we're like, oh, I would watch a movie of this. I would watch a movie of this. Yeah. And hundred yeah. percent, people have been saying, oh, like Bucky and uh, Bucky and uh, Falcon. I'm, I'm blanking. Yeah, Bucky and Falcon. I would watch a film of just those two just yeah. hating each other. And we're gonna get a whole series. It's really cool. Man. I think if we just keep saying stuff, like people want a um, what's is what's the character Jimmy Woo? Yeah. Oh my! I I I want it. I so want it. They I want, know what you're like, gonna say. Yeah, they want like an X Files type Marvel series yes. with Jimmy Woo now, and it like because he's become the new Coulson for me. Like what Coulson was in the yeah. image, Jimmy Woo is the new Coulson mm. for me now. So. Yeah, hundred percent. Keep we keep asking Marvel for this and they'll deliver. You know. I know, right? Kevin Feige, come on. Listen to Trinity Podcast. Make it ideas too. Alright, speaking of Marvel ideas, um Wanda uh Wakanda Disney Plus shows in the works now. That's smooth transition, dude. 
How was it? I like it. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, what countries? Look, man, they can announce anything, and I'll be like, it sounds good. There's nothing that Marvel can announce that I'll be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know about that one. I'm a bit half and half on this. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. Yeah. Okay. A young black man saying this, it sounds sacrilege. Damn. You have to take your card back, sir. For the reason, to be honest, it's not that I don't want the show. I do want it. But I was hoping that this was going to be the Black Panther 2 movie because of, you know, obviously the late uh, Chadwick Boseman. So yes. I was hoping that the second film was going to concentrate on the people of Wakanda and how they can still be strong as like a nation, even without their king, because of like how kind of incredible the individuals and the government or the society is. So okay. I was hoping that the um, the second Black Panther movie was going to be like Black Panther Wakanda, and then the third movie. Would be absurd becoming the next Black Panther. But now they say that the Wakanda is going to be a Disney Plus show, which is dope. But now I'm thinking, what is the second movie thing going to be about? Because I still don't want it to be a rushed thing where they just move to Black Panther as yeah. the next person to be Black Panther. So yeah. I'm excited to watch the show, but I'm also kind of worried about the kind of gap that could be um, it's, it's, I don't know. it's a fair concern I, I do think it's a fair concern I, I just think that whatever questions that like we might have like they've already thought of this like tenfold you know and um, they did push back Black Panther quite a bit like, so the second Black Panther I, I do think that yeah like they will focus on like some community aspects in the movie but there will probably be a bigger threat that they need to address um, and bigger themes so the series might just be like just a series, and it will, it will take place in Wakanda, with probably some side character that they'll introduce in the second movie. And it'll just be about, like, some shenanigans that occur in Wakanda, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm down for it. It's probably going to have a primarily, like, black cast, so that's another dub, I guess. But, like, I trust Disney. Like, if, they, if, they, if they're seeing, like, if, if, well, not just Disney, I trust Kevin, you know? If Kevin's saying, like, hey, we need a Wakanda series, and it's going to tie into the movie somehow, then, you know, by all means. Because that's one thing as well with the new Disney Plus series is, Unlike Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or like Daredevil or Punisher, this has ramifications to the movies. Like they, they are very much connected and might as well be movies. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. And, um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll just like sit back and watch. To be honest, I should start watching the Disney Plus shows because I haven't seen anything. Watch them weekly, buddy. Yeah, watch them weekly. They're, they're definitely a weekly series to watch. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, speaking about things in the black community MCU's Blade Lands writer Stacey Oze Kafur I'm pretty sure I mispronounced that HBO's Watchmen will be the first black woman to pen MCU you know that transition was not as smooth man I'll work on the next one uh, what do you guys think and it's the first R-rated movie as well Wait, really? I, so, so. Wait, I mean, I hope so. It better be. I know, because I, I didn't know about that. I know Deadpool's still rated R, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Deadpool has been confirmed as R rated, but for Blade, I'm. I'm... Oh, but that's not MCU, though. Yeah, you're right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, cool. Like, I, I mean, I just, I, there's nothing, I don't see anything wrong with it. You know, if she wrote the HBO's Watchmen series, which I've heard great things about, and I will get to, and if she's going to be the first, like, I mean, look, we need more diverse directors anyway. They've already, I, I already have high hopes for Eternals, right? Like, I, I said, I think Eternals was going to be the best Marvel film to come out, or the year it was going to come out initially. I'm still holding true to that. And that's being directed by, I think, an Asian woman as well. So, yeah, like, at this point, I don't care who's directing it, as long as, like, they're a capable director. And I'm, like, ready for it. And I do think it is good to have a person somewhat involved in that community to uh, direct it. Do you think it should be R-rated or not? Hell, yeah, it should be R-rated, 100%. Definitely R-rated. Yeah, it's talking about. Who's that again? Ma- 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 I'm going to butcher the guy's name. Maharsha Ali? Yeah, Maharsha Ali, yeah. Yeah, like, he is, I mean, like, we need to have, I don't want him to be, let's say, like, freaking on the screen. I want him to say the hard F word, man. You know, I want him to start cursing. freaking hard. Start slicing people's necks, you know. I want to see blood. Yeah. Gruesome, like, I mean, ashes. <laughs> oh, yeah, ashes, yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of R-rated, Justice League got R-rated. Oh yeah, that's cool too. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> cool. I think I think the Justice League R is just for swear words. Yeah, Batman like, just for one second. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's like once or twice someone says like "fuck," and they're like, "Okay, gotta give it R-rated." You don't think this? I don't think uh, we're gonna watch a lot of blood splitting yeah, out. Yeah, you scenes in the film. I don't think so, no. No, I think it's like, remember Batman and Batman vs Superman, when Batman hit the crate on that guy's head and his head hit yeah. against the wall? Yeah. In yeah. Film, they edited out the blood that splattered on the wall. But if, oh. you, watch, if you watch that Snyder's cut, you can see as soon as his head hits the wall, he just splatters. Yeah, okay. it's crushed. This this reminds me this reminds me of the Deadpool thing. So when Deadpool came out, it was um eighteen and R-rated, and a lot of countries were like, "Oh, why is Deadpool R-rated? It should be family friendly movie and stuff like that." Really? And then, for yeah, there, there was a yeah for Deadpool there was a huge outbreak and controversy of like, "Oh, it needs to be a um a a family version for it," which they later released. I think Deadpool two. A PG thirteen version for which they said like whatever we make out of this we're gonna give it to charity, which okay. they did a um, Princess Bride um, parody of it as well. It's actually quite funny, but it, there's like no um, blood or no cutting or anything. But um, what was funny about it is that when Ryan Reynolds came to Graham Norton show in UK and he was like, yeah everyone's talking about being 18 and stuff and what is it here and then graham goes like oh it's 15 we can take it <laughs> it wasn't even 15. like we didn't even give it our rain like the blood and all gas yeah that's 15 that's nothing so that's the thing like like some of the things that are considered are rated in hollywood quote-unquote um i don't think it's r-rated worthy we just built differently here. They're so soft. Yeah, I think, I think we're just built differently. Yeah. I, I don't think it's just that big a deal. A lot of people yeah, make a big deal out of you know, it. Whatever it gets rated, like, we're gonna, we'll, we'll get to determine, you know. We'll, we'll, I'm tired of hearing Justice League news, you know. I just want to watch it. Yeah, man, I'll just call it next month. Tell me anything. 
just I, I don't care what's the, you could keep announcing things and I understand it's for the general audience but I don't want to hear it DC I don't want to hear it okay I am sorry, but the next news is Scott and Justice League are both complete. That surprised me because Suicide Scott also announced that he finished it and the air cut um, is complete. Yeah, so that means... So is this the air cut or is this... Sorry, this, this, is, this is the J- James... Uh, oh, no, no, no. That's, the, that's James Gunn's. Yeah, that's James Gunn's. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Gotcha. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. All right. So, to cover up my fuck up, you're moving on. Resident Evil Origin film slated for September 3rd, 21. Cast look fire. Uh, cool, yeah. So the cast. Yeah. Fuller. Um, Robbie and Mel is one of the actors. And I like the ML family. I, so. thought, I, I thought Robbie's career was dead. But I'm glad. Yeah, still, yeah. You know, like I'm still... You know, he, he was he was in that series. I forgot what it was called. Like an Amazon series, right? Huh? Wait, so you you actually thinking about the Tomorrow People? The Tomorrow People. Yeah. Or, that or series the, was actually really fun. I really enjoyed that series. I think yeah. it cancelled, and I was like, but it just got good. It was also the Flash. He's, you know, everything he's been in. Like, yeah, and he was in Flash as well, and he got like killed off. Hundred percent like, been robbed of like some kind of big screen, uh, like because he's one of those. He's. You look at him and he's a very marketable actor, right? He's a good-looking mm-hmm. dude, tall, like built, nice eyes. <laughs> like, he's just, he's just like he fits the bill for all. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to, to to be the bearer of the bad news. Um, he's married. Yeah, for now, okay, for now. <laughs> but no, like he, he is like he, he does seem like one of the most marketable or one of the more marketable actors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I, I take of that what you may, but like it, it surprised me that he hasn't had like a really successful and strong big screen debut. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I think uh, I'm happy for him, and I'm actually looking forward to Resident Evil Origin movie. This is gonna be, I hope so. Isn't this, like, this uh, time, this, this, hmm? how many Resident Evil films have there been? Yeah, mm-hmm. but the thing is, this time is um very um lore origin base like it's um they're staying true to their sources whereas the other resident evil movies have been like inspiration more than adaptation okay so this one i'm actually looking forward to i think i think this is going to be good sweet yeah, yeah. to be honest i'm down to see a resident evil that's closer to what the games were rather than yeah but, like no offense to wasn't it Mila Jovovich? Yeah. Yeah, like she's cool, but I'm tired of seeing her in the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of cool things, Idris Elba is developing an Afro-futuristic sci-fi anime for Crunchyroll. Let's go. You that know, blew up my mind. So it, it it's one of those. Okay, so I I do hope it's good. I've just had like not the best experiences when like celebrities try to come in. What was it? So they had the what was that series with uh, Jaden Smith? Oh, I know what you're talking about. The anime series. That was um something like um. Uh, also, no, uh, it was. So, oh God. Neo Yokio. So there was that, which was kind of like whatever. There was the other series with uh, Michael B. Jordan and Maisie Williams and David Tennant that came out on um, Rooster Teeth. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah. I, did that do any... Like, was that good? 
I don't know. I watched it and I really enjoyed my time watching it. But oh, it was super predictable. Though. Okay, cool. Right. So I, I'm hoping that this is a good series because, look, futuristic sci-fi anime in like a dystopian corrupt society and there's like a big... Like, I, I like... Look, the cliche is there, but I'm going to eat that up anyway. Like, I love that stuff. Like, the whole future is bad, yeah. poor and rich. Yeah, but like... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, just... just to um bring people in up to speed um the the synapse that i got from it was dantai it, which i assume is the name of the anime going to be is in a oh the protagonist sorry um uh, is in a corrupt um society but biotech has created a gap between the rich and the poor and we've um, had that so a billion yeah. times right but like i'm still gonna eat it up that's my mm-hmm. aesthetic you know i love akira <laughs> cyberpunk world is cool as hell you know, uh, Ghost in the Shell, like all all of these kind of like cyberpunk worlds, right? And if it's like Afrocentric and cool, and it's an anime for it's like another anime for like the black community, which is like hell, you know, like that's that's cool. Sorry uh, to interrupt. I think the cyberpunk has become the current theme that's going around a lot, especially with the cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, the flop that came out. <laughs> um, I think it's uh, it's a very it, like everybody is trying to put out something cyberpunk because they better the... well we talked yeah. about it so i had this discussion with a friend when i watched akira for the second time in theaters right which was since we're having an 80s renaissance right now right like fashion's very 80s inspired music is very 80s inspired and a lot of pop culture elements are like either reboots of the 80s or like 80s inspired one thing that the 80s did 100 percent correct which was like they've done a bunch of stuff right okay we get it 80s kids you guys have way better content than we do but like um they nailed the future look properly, right? Because we had this, like, whenever we envisioned the future from, like, I, I'd say 2010 onwards, it became this very sleek, white, clean technology, yeah. like, holographic, yeah. like, very nice and clean looking, right? As opposed mm-hmm. to, like, the 80s series and the 90s series where things were kind of gritty and rusted and, like, very cyberpunky. And that looks way cool. That's a way cooler aesthetic to have than this nice little Apple world where everyone looks like Eva from Wally. So yeah, no, like I'm down for it. Like, uh, I hope it's good, you know. But you know, who knows? Victor, you were gonna say something. What was that? Yeah, no, I will say one of the things that I've noticed right is that I feel that like especially when it comes to anime and stuff like that, that's originally created in the West, they tend to do cyberpunk as like a backdrop for it. So yeah, so with the uh, the whole kind of cyberpunk kind of thing like a lot of animes or science fiction in the west would always always do that but what i am excited for is the fact the west is really getting into the whole kind of anime manga industry kind of thing because usually it's just it was like a monopoly for japan or asian countries to do but i like the idea that a country will is opening like the gates for a lot of people to get into different ways of making new content so it's not only through voice acting which is basically just translating other people's work but now we're like creating our own comic we're creating our own anime and i don't even think it's gonna be that like that, that crazy again in the giants that is japan but it's going to be something that is at least kind of understandable for us to kind of know about and even for other countries to kind of learn from the same way we understood uh, Japanese culture 
from Mandarin and stuff like that. Maybe now people from Japan or from Korea and stuff, they can understand Western culture, at least different kind of assets of Western culture through this as well, if that makes any sense. Uh, that is a good point that you did bring up where like this is written primarily by the West and for the West, right? Mm. So like the one, one of the main problems with anime, and I'm sure we've all like agreed, is the whole sub versus dub war, right? Where, yeah. you know, they sub like literally what we, what we have left in the anime world is just translation of someone else's material that's dubbed either very poorly or dubbed kind of fine, right? This is going to be a script written primarily by the West. So I doubt that the voice acting is going to be as cringe. It could still very well be cringe. But like, if you look at shows like Adventure Time or like just any show that's made in the West, any car network show, any Nickelodeon show, it's written by Western writers, English-speaking writers that know what doesn't sound cringe. So like, I have a, a bit more faith that this, this could work out, actually. That's a good point you highlighted, Victor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good stuff. If you guys don't have uh, anything else, I would like to move on, if that's fine. Uh, no, that's not fine. Uh, but not sure, go on. <laughs> right. um, next Tomb Raider game will unify Lara Croft's two timeline. Do you guys are a fan of Tomb Raider, or am I the only game? Never played a game. Like... Never yeah, played but... Tomb Raider games. Nope. That's actually a achievement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I've played like when I say I've never played it, I've never owned a PlayStation, so like I've never had the not opportunity like, to do right. Not even like back in t- uh, like PlayStation Two time, because that was on PC. Oh no, then no. Yeah, we didn't. Ha- I didn't have a PC that could run it properly. Okay, that's impressive for me. Like any person, sorry, um, I'm not talking <laughs> now, but I'm just shocked. Um, that's a bit new. The original Tomb Raider games, which were pretty cool when I was a kid, that was like very dope and very meta at the time. And then he got a, like a tiny reboot for the 3D better look of the like good quality characters and narrative makes more sense and blah 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 yeah and it was really engaging in terms of gameplay and it was really fun and um but the thing is because it was a, like a mini reboot the stuff that happened in the previous tomb raiders never really matched with the stuff that was happening in the new tomb raider the new tomb raider was very like you are growing with the character if that makes sense like right. you start from being nothing to tomb raider Whereas the other ones, you're already established Tomb Raider, like Lara Croft, as we know it. So for this one, I'm actually excited to see how they are connecting these two together and how they're related. So, yeah. That's what would be hilarious is like if the... Uh, have you guys played... I mean, what was that Sonic game? Sonic Generations? Oh, yeah. I think it was Sonic Generations where they combined classic Sonic with the new modern Sonic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be really hilarious if it, when they combine the two timelines, it's HD Lara Croft with Triangle Boo PS1 Lara Croft. <laughs> and it's like yeah. for the whole game. <laughs> like the original timeline is just all yeah, 64-bit characters and models. They won't do it, but I feel like it'll be hilarious. It would be jokes. It would be like the Smash Bros intro. <laughs> yeah, it would be, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so moving on from that, Skull Island and Tomb Raider anime series in the works. Uh, cool. Cool. I, I didn't know that they were like a... Wait, so, wait, when you say Skull Island and Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. they're not connected or they are connected? Skull Island. 
Yeah, Skull Island. Island. Yeah, like, yeah, Skull Island. Yeah, Skull Island. Yeah, Skull Island. Yeah, Skull Island. Both are getting their own. Ah, okay, cool. I thought you meant, like, Skull Island and Tomb Raider are, like, combining together to become a series. <laughs> uh, I mean, cool, yeah. Skull Island's always been, like, it, it's, it's such a pillar of pop culture. So to have an anime series for that, yeah, like, I mean, it's just been generally just, like, for, for the longest time, right? So, yeah. uh, cool. Like, I haven't seen anything from it, but, yeah, yes. I probably won't watch it. I think it'd be cool. Next, Black Myth Wukong trailer drop. Is that it's the game? A, yeah, it's the Wukong game. Looks cool. Like, I mean, I, I've, I've saw, like, the images of what Wukong looks like there. I mean, generally, like, the, we need... I, I love how there are more Asian-inspired games coming out. We've had... What was the one that came out? Like, Ghost of Tsushima? Or... Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. Before that, we had... What was that other one that came out? Um, um, it was very similar to it. No, it was... No, no, no. It was like... Uh, yeah, but that game, regardless, like, they... Because, they te- you know, one of the big complaints of the Assassin's Creed franchise and a lot of just AAA development teams were, where are our Asian-inspired games, right? Where are our games in an Asian setting? Because... As far as, like, like ninjas and, like, well, not just ninjas, but, like, in terms of, like, combat and, like, history, Asia's very rich in it. And, like, you would assume a series based about assassins <laughs> would have some kind of, like, ninja influence, right? Yeah. Granted, some of the games took place in, like, the Arab states and Persia, kind of, right? But, like, not a fully-fledged game. Yeah. And, like, the story of Wukong, I don't know if everyone here is familiar with it, but it's really cool. Like, there was a show that I used to watch, a cartoon called The Monkey King which is a really great animated series that did show like the series of events that led to Wukong becoming the Monkey King, right? I might be butchering some of this, forgive me. But, um, you know, he's also a character in League of Legends. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and, but, and in every game ever. <laughs> and, yeah, so like, uh, I, I, another way for us to like be intertwined with the history of Wukong, great. You know, we need more Wukong in our lives. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I haven't seen the trailer, but I assume it's going to be a good game. What platforms is it coming on? I think it's PlayStation PC. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. That, so if it's PC, this definitely looks like one of the games I want to pick up because Ghost of Tsushima was not on PC, and I really wanted it to be on PC. And it's really good. I'm sorry. I've been playing it recently. And it's <laughs> really fun. Um, I'm probably going to stream the black and white version. So Right. Shameless cool. plug-in. Um, in regards to Wukong, um, I was born in the year of uh, Monkey, so ah. I resonate with Wukong a lot. Wait, so is, correct, sorry, before I, is, is Wukong not Chinese uh, mythology, not Japanese? It is. No, oh, wait, no, wait, yeah, Chinese New Year as well. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I resonate with Wukong a lot throughout my years in terms of personality, in terms of his story. I I fascinated over Wukong a lot, and when this was really um, announced, I was like, "Yeah, give me, give me, give me." Sounds cool. The trailer, and before the trailer, I was like, "I hope I don't fall." And then I saw the trailer, and I'm like, "Fuck!" (laughs) 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 Oh no! (laughs) No, I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, did you also watch the trailer for Superman and Lewis? Well, no, no. I saw, I saw it on my feed. I was just like, you know what? I'm never gonna watch this series. But you know, you know what? I I found this out 
recently. The the show Superman Lois is actually getting funded by HBO as well. So it's getting the funding of a movie. So does that mean the writing is going to be good and the special effects are going to be good? The special effects is good. Um, the writing, I hope so. I can't really say. Is it still on CW? Um, it, it's gonna play in CW, but it's gonna be on HBO Max as well. Okay, it's, it's an Arrowverse, right? And it's a, it's no, and a, it's a six episode. I think six or eight episode series. Yeah, I don't know. Until like, so I mean, I'm assuming you've seen the trailer, right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, do we know anything about the main villain or the main conflict? I think the main conflict so far is how Clark, because in. Uh, this is a huge spoiler. In the previous Spider, uh, no, not Spider, sorry, <laughs> Arrowverse. Um, in the Arrowverse movies, we found out that this Clark and Lewis had a twin baby. Um, one of them was Jonathan Kent, which we have a comic book series, and the other one was actually a creation from the show. So it was actually an origin idea. And this is about those two kids becoming teenagers and then finding out that their dad is Superman. And they're like, okay. wow, you've been lying to us all our life. And they're all basically right. being teenagers. And um, Superman is trying to balance how to be a father and a superhero at the same time. Okay, so dude, okay, cool. I mean, I'm, I, I, cool. You know, like, I, I, it's in the Arrowverse, so I'm probably not going to watch it, but I mean, look... If it, who knows? This could be a, a good series. Yeah, that's the thing. Like one of the things is that the fact that it's like six to eight episodes, it means that they're gonna focus on the story instead of focus. Like every episode, there's a new villain that he needs to fight for. I think they have a yeah. overall story that they're gonna tell. Because so yeah, we're, we're, I think we're as a generation, we're just over freak of the week. We're done. We don't yeah. need that anymore. I hope so because I hate. The 22 episodes and the first season they call it is that the first 10 episode and if it does well they they release the other 22 episodes stop doing no just don't do that i don't know if it's a bbc thing but i like it when it's like seven to ten episodes it's, it's a money thing for sure right yeah, but is it? Yeah, because I think the overall profit margin is a lot higher, right? You have like a, a small, you have a budget that's split across twenty-two episodes, so you have lower production quality. But because yeah. it's over twenty-two weeks, you have more time yeah. for advertisers. More people are talking about your show, so uh, it, it makes more sense. And also, like, it's it's one of those things where these actors would be working like three to six months on a series, and instead of it all coming out in like the span of two months, it comes over like the span of nine months, which is it keeps them in the limelight. Keeps them in the spotlight and it's good for the agents. I'm pretty sure. So I, I do think it's a pragmatic money thing, but it it does. Yeah, I agree. It does feel like an outdated model, and I'm not here for it. Yeah, I I just I'm not a big fan of that, and I just want a change, a big change for that. Which the new type of cabling that we are going for, which is the streaming services, I think that does the change. Yeah, we're, we're yeah we are converted to the six to eight episode uh, format, which you know, good. Yeah. Yeah. The next news breaks my heart <laughs> so much. Titans cast Tim Drake. I was gonna skip over. I was gonna skip over this because like I I don't have any hopes for Titans anyway. So they want to cancel. Like I, I've gotten to the point that you know you know like you hate a series so much that you actively want it to cancel. Like I've That's never sad. gotten to that part before. Now I have with Titans. I really want this show to cancel because it's just 
bad idea over another bad idea. And the only reason why it's staying on is because it does X amount of fan service, which is enough to keep the show going. I mean, yeah, like, I, I think I've already grown on the show enough. You know, I don't need any more enemies. <laughs> so, like, yeah, no, uh, they can cost work. I'm, I'm, it's something I genuinely don't have anything to say about. No, but like it's it's actually funny who they've cast. Um, have you've seen the Batman trailer, right? The new one, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson Batman. Yeah. yeah. You know the scene where someone says like, "Who the hell are you supposed to be?" and then he beats the shit out of him, and then says, oh, "No way." <laughs> I am vengeance. You know, while he's beating shit out of that guy, it shows the people that are there. And then one of them's about to start to cry. Yeah. That guy. Great. You know, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> well, you know, good on him for getting the job. You know, I'm glad yeah. this is your first gig. But, you know, like... I, I, I don't really care about the cast or the person. Because there was a huge controversy that... Because he's a, a person of color. And Tim Drake is a white character. And a, a lot of people were saying, like, oh... Uh, if whatever color he wants to, I don't care. Like, yeah, and also it's the fact that Tim Drake is actually a Caucasian character, so I don't know. Um, so it, it's fine in my opinion. I don't really care about the cast. I care about the season. There is n- there is no legitimate reason for the movie to have Tim Drake. Is that movie or series? Sorry, sorry. Series. Okay, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, like uh. I don't care. <laughs> Disney shutting down Blue Sky Studio. Yeah, that one was kind of a weird one because they made a bunch of so uh, it says here Ice Age, Spice in the Skies, Horn, Here's a Who, right? Yeah, these are some of the things they should have worked on. Well, is this the same company that did like Lorax and like uh, the other Doctor Seuss flicks as well? I don't know. I can look it up. I mean, if so, like. It's, it's been a few years since we've seen anything from that, right? So I, I guess it makes sense. What do you mean? Spies in Disguise came out like last year. Yeah, but how well did that do? I, I wasn't, I wasn't particularly excited to see that film. It didn't look like a good film to me. <laughs> and like, it's been a while. So like, Horn Hears a Who. Obviously, I love that. Die Stage franchise. I love that. If they did make Lorax and the other Doctor Seuss flicks, I love those too, right? Okay. Some of the things they worked on is Rio, Epic, Ferdinando, Ferdinand. Robots, um, Horton Alley is sick, it's not the end of Charlie Brown, Rio 2, Robots 2. Yeah, so what I'm hearing is just a bunch of films, like, uh, I didn't watch mm-hmm. a lot of those films, so like, it, it does feel like it's one of those studios that was just another 3D animation studio that didn't quite hit the margins they needed to. Not, not quite to this level of like DreamWorks or Pixar or the Disney films, right? Yeah. And, like, it sucks to say, like, if Illumination is being you, then maybe you should just call it a day, because Illumination sucks. films <laughs> <laughs> are really bad, and they're still beating you out, so... Yeah, no, it's fine. It makes mm-hmm. it, it, it's probably, like, my heart goes out to the people that lost their jobs and their income. I'm sure COVID had something to do with it, but, yeah. Blue, it's, it's been a while since Blue Sky has released anything that I've been interested in, at least. Yeah, for me, I think the last film from Blue Sky, I actually thought, oh, this is kind of good was a film called Epic, and it had uh, Beyonce in it. Really? Epic? This has, is this the one where there were small people? Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I was just like, and it's not even like, oh, like this film's amazing. Like, the film is good, but it's when, you know when you don't expect anything from a film, and then yeah. it pleasantly surprises you? That, that's what I got from it. So I was like, oh, okay, this film's not bad. But... It yeah, also has um, Josh Ho- um, 
Hutcherson for the Hunger Games fan. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, it does, yeah. And Colin Farrell. Emergency Freed. This film does actually, yeah, I, I am getting, I do remember looking at this film, but like the, I haven't seen it, but it just, it, it doesn't look like it inspires anything. Like the character designs don't look particularly cool. Uh, it's a good film to watch. If there's nothing really going on, you can watch it and then you will eventually kind of kind of sit down and concentrate on it, if that makes any sense. Right. It's one of the ones that you put in the background, but then you end up watching it rather than doing the thing that you was originally meant to do. That, that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is, it's, you know, feels bad for the people that like did work there. And, you know, I, I am grateful that they did introduce us to Ice Age, which was like, mm. it made up a bulk of my childhood uh, enjoyment in the theater world. Mm. And, you know, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because they were owned by Fox, right? Blue Sky initially, and then this, yeah, it, yeah, it makes sense because merger between Disney and Fox, so Disney will probably like we have enough 3D studios that we already own, so yeah, uh, mm. I, I get it. Yeah. Speaking about animated stuff, H, uh, sorry, adult uh, adult animated Velma series coming to HBO Max. Uh, Mindy yes. Kaling will voice it. Mindy Kaling, Kaling. yeah, she's great. I uh, there was something funny about this was when it was announced um, on Twitter, yeah. it was announced that Mindy Kaling would voice it. Someone like must have put in like a, a reply to the tweet, and it had like Michael from The Office being like, "No, no, 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 no!" And then uh, she just must have dunked on this guy, Mindy Kaling, because she said, "Fun fact about that image there is I wrote that episode." <laughs> so like, <laughs> she just kind of dunked on him, saying like, "Yes, I am a very competent writer," which she is. Like I've I've seen the the Mindy project, and she's great on The Office, and she has a lot of uh, writing credits. So like, I'm sure this will be fine, and her voice does suit the uh, Velma voice. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with how she sounds, it sounds cool. You know, like keep. Keep doing the I like the, if it's anything like the Harley Quinn series, which is also on HBO Max, then great, this is going to be good. Maybe we get like a a Scooby Doo cinematic universe somewhere. Hmm. <laughs> That's I mean, a yeah, it's thing. a Scooby Doo spinoff. So I don't know. I'm uh, I'm not very uh, at this point. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm kind of iffy. It's just that I feel like I'm being milked out of. It, because it, I like Scooby Doo, so I should like this as well. I don't know. I just well, the franchise is already milked to oblivion, right? Like it's yeah, already, it was built yeah, yeah. before we were born. So like, it's another thing to add to that list, right? Yeah. No, no, no. My point is, right now, between all the things that are coming out in HBO Max, I don't see the reason for this to come out. Like, what is this bringing? What is this? It's just niche, right? So the audience that probably like the Harley Quinn series, and we might not be the primary demographic for it too, right? Yeah, maybe. Um, and I'm also saying like these. So HBO Max, uh, just generally streaming platforms, I I'm beginning to view them more as like channels, right? So like you know how you have like the Disney Channel or like yeah, uh, you know like the Cartoon Network channel or whatever, like Boomerang. They want to have, I think, the, as large of a catalog as possible as they transition, and they want to give reasons for people to come to their platforms. Yeah. Um, mm. So if this is going to bring in another audience, and it does fill in a niche, right? Like I don't know which platform was rebooting Daria, mm-hmm. but they, we need something to compete with that. And I'm pretty sure, like a Velma, of all the Scooby Doo characters you could have made a series about that aren't Scooby and Shaggy, Velma was probably next in the line to be uh, one to hold her own show. 
Yeah, Shaggy is actually the one that I would think like Shaggy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be fine. Like, it feels like it'd be like a, a like a good enough series that would be funny. And I'm sure, like, if it's one of the like, it feels like it's one of those series that if I did bother to watch all the episodes, I wouldn't have any complaints about the series. Like, well, not like any big complaints. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. Victor, do you have anything to add to this, or? Yeah, um, just to add on to what Gary uh, was saying about all these streaming platforms being basically like their own channels and stuff. And yeah. they're becoming really expensive channels. Like, you have like Netflix and stuff. Did you see all the things that they dumped on Disney Plus as well with uh, Disney Star? Yeah. Yes. It's insane. And now you've got HBO, Hulu, Amazon Prime stuff. HBO doesn't come to UK, so. I know, that's why I'm scared. Yeah. How are you going to watch? How are we going to watch the HBO stuff? Actually, I know how I'm going to watch it. Man, it's going to do what it's going to do, you know? Oh, God, that bridge when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> what, was it? what was it that Superman said in um, Batman vs. Superman? <laughs> you don't always stay good. Good men don't Bastard. always. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah. Talking about HBO stuff, HBO's The Last of Us series finds its Ellie in Bella Ramsey, Game of Thrones actor. Yeah. And also, it's been confirmed Marshala Marshala Ali is not involved because so many people for assumed he would be Joel, but Pedro Pascal was cast as the Joel. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, fun fact, uh, of all the, uh, so again, I've never owned a PlayStation, yeah. but I did watch the entire run of uh, Last of Us, because I, I played a bit of it at my friend's house, mm-hmm. and it was one of the first few games I felt so engaged on, um, oh. that I had to like just watch how this whole story panned out, and there was a lot of hype around it at the time, obviously, right? The second mm-hmm. one won the best gaming for everything. That's like, crazy. The, the award series that came out, if Jeez. it was... And nominated for it, they won it. Well, so it had Troy Baker, which was like, you know, you can sell me anything if you have a Troy Baker in it. Yeah. yeah. It, well, just in terms of it, so anyways, yeah, so the story is really rich enough, and I'm assuming that this HBO series is focusing on the first game? I believe so, yeah. So, you, you know, uh, uh, Bella Ramsey, Game of Thrones, she played, I think it was Olena Tyrell? No, no, it was, no, it was, no, Leanna Mormont, rather, sorry, yeah, Leanna Mormont. She was kick-ass in the show. I'm interested to see how she buckles with a an american accent because mm. it could it could end up very well or it could end up like what uh emma Watson was doing in that in that one movie okay. but yeah no and uh you know pedro pascal you know i've been watching mandalorian recently oh, oh no no why are you what? watching mandalorian <laughs> i told you to watch um Clone Wars and and Rebels before you watch Mandalorian. Oh, too long, too long. But anyways, yeah, no, like Game of Thrones, Alan coming together for a series, like cool. You know, they they've obviously seen something in Bella Ramsey that we haven't seen yet, because her mm. time wasn't on Game of Thrones, and obviously she has other acting credits, but I I don't know of them yet, right? So uh, cool. You know, like I, I'm ready for it. Like I I don't know. How, did they confirm how many episodes? The series was gonna have, or is it just we're assuming six to eight? I, I'm assuming six to eight. Should be good. I yeah, like I don't know if it'll bring anything new from the game. Like I don't know if it'll add another dimension to what the games have already done. 
because that game was so raw when it came out, but it could potentially bring another audience into the game. So yeah, cool. Like I, 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 I capable actors, and uh, I'm excited. I was gonna say that game was a film because I don't like own any PlayStation. I've never owned a PlayStation, but I remember there was around that time there was two games that I I watched the walkthroughs and completely because it was just a film. That was The Last of Us and oh, it was like a time travel game. Oh, uh, Life is Strange. Life is yeah, Life is Strange. Those two games I watched them as if they were films. Now the thing with The Last of Us, right? Like, I agree with what you said. I'm not sure what more um, they can add to it, although I am excited to see it. But also, it needs to be different Logan. Because I feel like that was a kind of Last of Us movie as well. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, Last of Us is actually a... So I'm a big fan when games tra- tackle narrative in a more focused way. And Last of Us was one of those games that was heavy on the narratives. I want this to be successful and to become more famous and whatever. However, I do have one thing to say. Pedro Pascal, I believe, is going to <laughs> trying to achieve the title of the father of Hollywood. Because every recent role he's picked, he was a father or the father figure. So it's just like, okay, like Mandalorian father figure. You know, being typecast isn't the worst thing, you know? Sometimes it works, it works, right? Um, In in, what's that movie called? Um, Wonder Woman. He was was a father in that. In what's that movie? Uh, We Can Be Heroes or We Are Heroes. Oh, yeah. That was, he, he was the father. So it's just like he's just okay, going. Game of Thrones, he wasn't. He was his performance in Game of Thrones. He he played a more uh, fluid character. Yeah, and, but uh, like I'm talking about from like Mandalorian onwards. All right, yeah. I mean, if, cool, whatever. Like uh, f- so far from what I've seen from him, he he does bring an energy into everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes me want. Like I genuinely thought he was gonna save Game of Thrones as a series because I was beginning to fall off around season four anyway. Yeah. Uh, he brought life into the series. Like he was so fun to watch for only two episodes or whatever. The first two episodes I saw him in, he was just he had all this gravitas and energy, and I was like, yeah, I'm in, dude. So you know, like uh, I, I do, I do believe he can do whatever he can on the screen. Like I haven't seen the new Wonder Woman film yet, but yeah, no, I, I, I believe. Moving on from um, Pascal, but talking about Mandalorian, Gina Carano. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Was dropped from the Mandalorian or anything Disney project because yes. of the offensive pose. I remember this, yeah. I was like so surprised when I saw this. <laughs> if, um, for those who don't know what she posted, this, this is this is the quotation of what she said. This is not something you believe. This is, this is, I'm literally reading from her post. This is addictive of Hamid's beliefs, what you're about to hear. He 100% believes what you're about to say. I do not, I, I, I do not claim any of these words. These are absolute quotation from what she wrote. Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point that Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Yeah, so she basically is comparing being uh, a modern-day Republican to being 
uh, a member of the Jewish community during World War Two, <laughs> especially yeah. in uh, you know Europe, right? So that, that's bold. That's bold to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Bold is one of the synonyms. Uh, I would just to describe that. Yes. Okay, so now the fact that she's got fired because of her post on Instagram. Um, do you think this has anything to do with freedom of speech? She saw what she like. She got what she deserved, or well, no. So here's the thing. So she exercised. She well, so the thing is, it's a weird. It's a, It's not really a, a nuanced debate to have. But like, mm. just generally speaking, what she did was she practiced freedom of speech, right? She voiced her opinion, and what Disney practiced was their right to hire and fire whoever they want to based on their credentials and their conduct in public, right? So, you know, there is no lack of freedom of speech there, right? She said what she wanted to say and she reaped the consequences, right? Yeah, so like that's the weird thing is that a lot of people tied freedom of speech and what was it like freedom of consequences? They treat them as if they're the same thing and they're not. It's like I could say absolutely anything I want to anybody in the street. Now, if I get punched in the face, then that might be a consequence of something that I've said. So, I don't know. It's like you have to kind of pick and choose what you're going to do. And if you want to do it, then you're free to do it if you want. But don't. you also have to expect that if, if you do something, something else is going to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the thing is, so just to, to play that, well, not really devil's advocate, but to, I, I can kind of understand the notion of, hey, we should not hate each other based on our political views, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But again, but there's like, an not... easier way to go about and say that instead of comparing. Yeah, well, there's to... a way to go about it because the thing is, we're not going to get too political here on Trinity Podcast, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, where the world is very, you know, binary and very like, you know, hot tempered right now in terms of like the op- opposing party to whatever your political beliefs or alignment is right now. There is a lot of tension between us and the other side, right? Whichever side you consider us is. But yeah, to echo what Hammond said, like, there was a much better way to go about what you're trying to say instead of comparing yourself to the victims of, like, you know, World War II. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, so, like, if you find it cool. Like, I, I was going to say, uh, have you seen Mandalorian, guys? Yes, I, I saw it as well. So, I haven't gone to the part where she's there yet. Is she a major character? She is one of the major characters, yes. Alright, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how they kind of tackle well, that. It depends on how you call it major, but she gets her moments, if that makes sense. Okay, cool. I mean, like, yeah, again, so, like, respect to Disney for having their understanding of what they think is right and wrong, mm-hmm. because they failed to do that in the past a lot of times, and I'm sure they'll continue to fail anyway. Yeah. In this you know, case, um... I don't mind the firing. I just, I guess this is more of a corp- uh, cooperative move than a. Yeah, it's stuff for sure. Whereas um, I think when they wanted to fire her, they should have called her in and tell her, like, look, this is what you did, this is what you said, we're not cool, uh, it's not cool, we are not cool with it, you're fired. Is that um, not what they did? What they, no, did they just... they, uh, she what? found out she was fired through Instagram and other outlets. I mean, you know what? I, I don't really have any problems. At the same time, Marvel and Disney, well, not Marvel, Disney is very infamous for not being very communicative with yeah. their staff because, like, Spider Man didn't know he was cast until, until he, he right? read it through Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So, also, like, 
Yeah, with that, I, I, I expect your agent is meant to tell you that, right? Yeah. Or uh, even if... No, I agree, I agree. All right, moving to more cancellation stuff. No, that doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not every have to transition. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to transition, but I, this one doesn't, yeah. Um, Buffy star Boris Ray Fisher alleges yes. Just Whedon displayed abusive behavior. So at the time I wrote this, it was just one person, but now many has have stepped forward. Yeah, this is uh, this is becoming the just and even someone else as well, like a male member of the Buffy cast, kind of yeah. mentioned like which you know it is kind of worrying because like I'm, I'm wondering now. Firefly is one of my favorite shows. Yeah. I'm wondering if any misconduct happened on that show as well, right? Or how much misconduct occurred on the Avengers filming. Well, now that you uh, mentioned it, um, Firefly writer claimed Just Whedon bragged about making a female writer cry twice on one meeting. There you have it, right? And it really, I mean, again, it, this is going to continue to suck, but like... <sighs> I've been a big advocate for Joss Whedon's uh, content, at least, right? Like, I've, I've, I've loved his directing style, I've loved his writing style, right, for a long time. And naturally, yes, he, he, I do think it is appropriate for him to be suffering the consequences of his actions. But it's really messed up. And, uh, and it does, you know, it is concerning that it's taken so long. And I understand the nature of Hollywood, but still, mm. it, it is kind of crazy how it's taken so long for people to speak up about it, right? Because I'm wondering, like... When's Nathan Finley going to say something? When's Alan Tudyk going to say something? Uh, the big cast. When are the big guns going to say stuff? Yeah. The Marvel lot, right? Like, yeah. is, is Robert Daniel Scott going to say anything about this film? Yeah, 100%. Because you know? um, he did. Uh, I mean, when, I, I don't, are we going to get to the specifics about, like, what he said to Carpenter about her pregnancy? or? I, if you want to, I guess you've come this far. Might as well just finish uh, this. Yeah. Like, it was really messed I mean, I don't know how familiar you are with that, Victor. But he did, like, mm-hmm. kind of, not blackmail, but, like, he was kind of saying, hey, are you sure you want to get pregnant? Because your, your career is dead if you get pregnant. And he was trying to, like, convince her to get rid of her mm-hmm. baby. And there's a lot, a lot of PTSD that the, the lead actor for Buffy had. Because she was saying, like, yeah, she kind of internalized it and minimized a lot of what Justine did to her. And, like, including trying to get her fired. Yeah, he's a scumbag. Oh, yeah, he's, right. a, he's a very scumbag. You did. I'm glad Ray, a big ups to Ray Fisher. You know, initially That's I was worried. Was yeah, like, initially I was worried, because whenever, like, an actor tries to go against the big director, usually it's the director, you know, gets a slap on the wrist, but the actor's career is dead. Yeah. But it turns I mean, out that... Lie, I think Ray Fisher's, as an actor career, it's pretty much dead. Like, I haven't be. I haven't seen him... So he, he has already been cast out from um, Cyborg, even though he, he said to himself that he doesn't want to work on the DC because of the DC president and his fight yes. continues. But at the same time, I haven't heard him getting cast for anything either. Well, no, it's the world's still young, you know. Who knows, you know? Like, I, I assume, I mean, I hope we do see more of it because he, I don't think we got to have, I mean, when Sire Cut comes out, obviously, we'll see how capable he is, if he is capable. That could still be a very bad film. We don't know that yet, right? So, like, it can't be. It can't be as bad as just. It won't. It won't the bar be. is it, really low, and they've already suppressed it. So it won't be. But like, I, I, we have to. I think remember that this film could also just still be bad because BBS wasn't that great. It's a matter. Oh wait, I we get BBS. It's a matter of perspective. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, like, yeah, you know, it, it is disheartening to hear. I just, I sure hope that, like, I don't hear anything about Edgar Wright. You know, like, God forbid. 
or like of any of my other favorite directors. Yeah. But we'll have to see, I guess. Every every time Hollywood really surprises me with just the amount of that goes on. And the thing is, I know that place is kind of crazy, but still. Yeah, the stuff they get away with, right? I, I, I try to think of it like a step-by-step kind of thing, right? Like, I've, I've had many jobs now at this point. Never had an abusive manager. Never had any altercations with any uh, workmates or work colleagues. You, you, you might have a bad customer here or there, right? Or a bad student or a bad client or what have you. But, like, it's nothing that, like... No, I had, I've had experiences like that. I've had like at work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry to say that. But yeah, like I, I mean, I yeah, guess yeah. It, it happens. It's just like it... I guess I've been very privileged and fortunate enough <laughs> to not have these complications. But yeah, no, like, cause I'm, I'm trying to imagine like that's your job. Yeah, and and it's, yeah. for an actor, right? That's your job. But if the industry is pinned a certain way, right? Like God, I can only imagine all the stuff that's happening in Hollywood that we don't know about, mm-hmm. let alone the, the abuse, like both sexual, physical, mental, what have you, verbal. There's a lot of scummy shit that goes down, and I and I and, I'm, and I sure hope a lot of the uh, people that have contributed to that get their comeuppance. Like, it can, I really hope it's not anything I, anyone I really like, but if it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Moving on, because that pleasant talk. I uh, another sad news. Brooklyn Nine Nine will come to an end with season eight. Nine Nine. You say it's sad. Has anyone seen season seven? I have no. So I've seen half of it because while I was watching it, my family came, so I had to pause it. Like I can't watch it until they catch up. Right. And <laughs> I'm waiting for them to catch up. So yeah. I'm... Uh, to me, I'll be honest. So like, uh, and I, when, I remember when it first came out. I remember when it first came out. Literally during pilot season of the year, it was meant to come out. It was the only pilot during that season of television that I thought was like the best. And, and you know, I, I'm sure we've all seen it. It's a good series. It's a very well-written, very fun. One of my favourites. Yeah. yeah, very fun. And like, yeah, Andy Samberg, like uh, Andrew Brower and like uh, Terry Crews. Like, it has a lot of familiar actors that we, that we like, or well, that I like at least, right? And mm. so as the series progressed, it became more about trying to spread a message somehow, right? Over like some episodes. Which was still fine too. It, it never felt too ham-fisted, at least to me. And I felt like they tackled a lot of issues very well. Very seriously too, at times. They knew when to like flip the switch between let's joke about this versus let's be serious. Yeah, 100%. It became a good vehicle for social commentary. And uh, I'll forever be grateful for the series. That being said, the last season, and maybe it's because like, I mean, I watched the last season on a weekly basis. It's a series that I didn't, I shouldn't have binged because uh, season six I binged. It felt very formulaic. But I guess that's not how I meant to view it anyway. Season 7, it did feel like the series was kind of running out of steam. Because, uh, spoilers, there is no Gina this season, by the way. Season 7. But also, uh, I think the writers also have to kind of... They, they did say that the riots that happened last year over George Floyd and the BLM movement, they said that it really... They had to scrap every episode they've written and start from scratch and figure out how to tackle the series moving forward. Oh, so sure. I am very interested to see how they do tackle, you know... Yeah. The whole policing thing, because it's definitely going to be a point of contention, at least in the first two, three episodes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was a good series. I, I'm glad it's not overstaying its welcome. Yeah. That's because true. there was a chance that the series was going to count forever. And, yeah. and also, I'm glad that they are finishing it on their own terms. So yeah, not cancellation. Well, it's not a cancellation. It's the season coming to an end. It did get cancelled, right? It did get cancelled multiple times. Yeah. But thankfully, it got picked up <laughs> twice. Yeah. So I know, you know, I, I mean, I'm glad, because the thing is, like, uh, if, if it's, if it was any projection to season seven, like it was looking like it was gonna be a rundown series that was like, oh, we get it now. Like, there's nothing new you can add to the series. 
nothing new. Because at this point, we know the characters. There's nothing that can surprise us. They've done a lot. I don't know, man. It's Scully and Hulk. I still, I, I, I still want Scully to go back to. Well, I hate Scully Scully to go back to yeah. badass. Yeah, I just uh, want like one day they they decide to go like, what are we doing with our lives? Like, <laughs> like just have that one day of like becoming awesome, and then the next day go back to being like. Whatever they are. Yeah, but I do think that is a golden spot for sitcoms, right? Eight, seven seasons is pretty good for it. Like, I think anything more than that, you're probably overstaying, unless your name is South Park. No, yeah. I think South Park is overstaying too. Sorry. I think South Park is killing it, dude. South Park has been dead for years. Alright. Sorry. <laughs> he left the call. <laughs> oh, so, uh, moving on to something that we can all agree a joyful. And a happy full news. Ray Park is returning for OP1 series. Is this Darth Maul, right? Yeah, Darth Maul. Yep. I mean, again, cool. Like, I feel like a lot of, this, like, a lot of the news, I, I'm sorry to the to the listeners, I've just been saying, yeah, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't have much more to add, you know? I am, I'm, I'm a, I, I, I don't want to say huge, because I feel like there are others out there who are more of a Star Wars fan than I am, but I've, been part of Star Wars for a majority of my life, and I, um, I am above average fan of Star Wars. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say huge. Yes, I No, it's not. It just sounds like they compare. You know. No, I <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, above average too. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, so Ray Park, I am actually very excited that they're bringing back all the like they're going for it. They're not holding back or they're not forcing the way through Obi Wan. But I'm just, I just want the series out. Yeah, I, I want to give props because they could have just recast him entirely, right? Like it's just a bunch of makeup. But yeah, no, it's cool. They got like the old garden, so I'm excited, man. Like Ray Park was awesome in um, the Phantom Menace. Like, and even though we didn't like talk or anything, but I think the, the Darth Maul character, yeah, the Darth Maul character was amazing. Man. Spoilers: Was he not in uh, the Han Solo film? He was actually. It wasn't him. He it was just his voice. Ah, was okay. Oh, okay, so it was a different actor, but he voiced the whole. He was even an actor. Oh, CG. Just CG. Probably oh. cheaper to do that way. Yeah. No, actually, no. It's not cheaper to do that way. What? <laughs> Disney. Okay. No, I think it is cheaper. I think it is cheaper than getting the actual actor. Well, you find the actor out, how much is that versus the special effects? Because what? the special effects they use is uh, like it wasn't a very detailed. Ah, okay, cool, fair enough. Yeah, it's just probably... a hologram. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. yeah, no, I'm, but I'm, I'm down for it because unlike, unlike a lot of Star Wars fans, I have to say, like my Star Wars journey started with, um, Episode One, so I kind of. I kind of like all like all of it. The prequel series. I don't series think you're there. Yeah, yeah, I don't think because like a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, people born like after like long after the original Star Wars, they start off with the first three episodes, uh, one, two, and three. I'm yeah. just doing a podcast with a bunch of kids. Well, no, no, like, I didn't start with episode one, two, and three, but like I know a lot of people did. So, um. so here's the thing: I I got into Star Wars when I was in Iran. And at the time, not anymore. At the time, Iran was very late for movies. 
So, mm. like, when the movie came out here, a couple of years later, maybe even, like, five years later, it would come in VHS format in Iran. So, all the Star Wars movies, the original, they came out about when I was in the age of Star Wars. And then my uncle was like, oh, there's this new sci-fi movie that came out. Do you want to go and see it? And then we went, um, yeah. And, yeah, for us it was brand new, but it was like years later. So we went and watched um, The New Hope. And we were like, oh, that was so cool. Did you see that spaceship? That was amazing. And then the 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 next one came out. And we were like, wait, what? He was the father all along? <laughs> but it was like, I, yeah, so going through all those emotions. And then later I came here. At the time I came here, but the episode three just came out. And it was just on VHS, and I was like, "Wait, what? What? What do you mean episode? What? Wait, you're telling me New Hope was episode four, and there is three more before it." <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was just like it, I I got into it very slowly, and I grew up with it, and mm. it, it, yeah, I I just I I I, I I'm very happy that they are bringing the OGs into this. Yeah, I mean, like, if it's anything like, I mean, I've, uh, of the two episodes I've seen of Mandalorian, then it should be a good time, you know, yeah, I, I, I trust the budgets there, and you know, uh, uh, I know it's not about Hayden, but like, I, I sure hope he gets his redemption in this series. Oh, he's coming back too, so. Yeah, I know he is, yeah, I just, I hope they have some way to, like, redeem the writing that he had to kind of endure for, like, episode <laughs> one, two, and three. Oh, sorry, two and three, rather, yeah. Okay, so moving on, as we sort of want to, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is getting rebooted. Before you complain, they are doing it with Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I don't think you understand how excited I am that it's Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge doing this. Okay, for me, yeah, I think Mr. and Mrs. Smith actually a really good original kind of not what I don't know if it was original, but yeah. no, it was original, wasn't it? It was an original film, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know actually, but yeah. yeah. Like, this, this, the the Mister and Mrs. movie came out before the time of comics, so it's probably original. So yeah. <laughs> it was like the, the idea of that kind of film is like, oh, a couple that they don't know that they're spies and they try to kill each other. I, I don't think I ever saw that kind of idea before Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So obviously that film being one of the first of its kind that I saw, I was like, oh, this is a really good movie. And yeah. I've, I've always liked it. Like, every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, this is this is still holds up. I like it. Now they're redoing it, but with Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge, oh my God, I love these two. I love them so much. So watching them do this movie, I have, I literally have no idea the kind of energy that they're gonna bring to it, or even are they going like, are they gonna change it up, and are they going to be married, or is it gonna be like maybe they're friends with Betty's? Yeah. yeah. Now what's uh, what's Phoebe Waller Bridge from? Um, Fleabag. Okay, I don't think I've ever seen anything with her. I don't know if I don't I don't remember what it was. Maybe it's the same show that you're talking about. There was a series that there is this person who's very sarcastic and breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, and, that's it. Uh, 
Is that okay. the one? Oh, okay. That's the one. I, I haven't seen all the series. I've seen bits and pieces of it. There is one bit. The guy who played Marriott. Um, Marriott. Oh my god, my mouth. <laughs> the enemy of Sherlock. What's his name? Moriarty. Moriarty. There we go. The guy who played Moriarty. He is in that series, and he's a. Uh, um, oh, wait, is that the one with the Pope? The hot Pope. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. And then he's like, so, so so she goes, I'm sorry, I'm not very religious. And goes like, oh, it's fine. I'm just man of God. And I know he's real. And then there's a painting behind her. And then that <gasps> painting falls. It is Fleabag. Like, right. I love it when he does that. Yeah, it is Fleabag. Yeah, you're right, yeah. She, she's hilarious, yes. So, yeah, um, um, in terms of the talent, yeah, they're both talented. I think this is going to be great. As a joke, I in a note, I said, let's just hope they don't get married to each other. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to point out that, like, I really hope they do it in a sort of a way that there is a manga called Spy Family or Spy X Family. You don't usually read the eggs, but yeah. Um, Spy Family, which is base it's a very similar concept yeah there's a spy there's an assassin and um because of circumstances they end up being together and uh, i i really i really love that manga and i i am very excited that there is a series that's coming out that's gonna have the same vibe so yeah i'm 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 looking forward to see something action-packed comedy and wholesome and um yeah i'm I'm happy for this. Oh, so uh, the final piece of news is uh, Hostess League. Oof. Oh, yeah. Justice League trailer? Oh, yeah. you, you want to go back on it? I thought we talked about it enough. Oh, no, I, I just see it on the list here, yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't mind going back on it. Uh, I, 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 no, I don't have anything to say. I just was just making sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any other news or any outlet you want to talk about? Uh, just, a, just a quick thing that I want to say about Justice League. Just before we go into other stuff, because I, I don't think the fans understand enough how excited I am to watch this movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna say like little quick Easter eggs and stuff. Did you see um in the beginning of the trailer when Superman was I think when he when he got killed he was shouting yeah. so loud it sent yeah. shockwaves. Yes. Yeah. That was. Like, how does Zack Snyder think of stuff like that? I mean, you can still see that the bars are still there, right? Because, like, I saw, like, the trailers had another classic Zack Snyder bar, right? Where he was like, are you going to wave the red cape in front of the bull? And I was like, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. As soon as Alfred said this. That, I started thinking of you, dude. As soon as Alfred said that, I was like, he's going to see bars. It's bars, dude. I need the Zack Snyder mixtape to drop tomorrow. Um, like this movie, like for me anyway. Oh, I just can't wait. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. Man. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any other news to talk about. This was all the news section, guys. What to say? It's good to be back. You know, it's good to be back in twenty twenty one. You know. Um. Now that we are back, I originally wanted to ask all of you to recommend something for Valentine's Day. But because we're recording this like two days away from Valentine's Day, um, if but by the time we release this episode, it's not gonna be anywhere near it. So <laughs> I was gonna ask you guys: Do you have any 
recommendation that you think a group of family because we're in lockdown and we're going to be bored and we want to watch something yeah Any recommendations for families to get together and watch stuff easy recommendations if you haven't seen it already soul is a good film to uh to watch and i guess also uh if you haven't seen it already as well um mm-hmm. the film with the brothers the other pixar film that came out yeah, oh, onwards onward yeah those two is what i throw out there oh okay okay um, it doesn't have to be a movie it can be a manga anime or anything man- or okay, a game man- maybe manga i would say you watch i mean read spy it's funny if you want to have that kind of family feel Oh, yeah. Spy Family is a really fun, fun manga, man. Like, so many people love it. Also, for anime, a movie, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. There's actually a new one, you know, there's a film that I thought actually was really good called um, Five Centimeters Per Second, which... Oh! That's a really good one. It's it's a bit... It's, it's not necessary. It's still, I think, it leans more towards kind of Valentine's kind of thing. But I do think it's but I do think it's a nice story just about, you know, like two people kind of just growing up and, you know, kind of taking on the world in very different ways and it's it's interesting to watch. It's really beautiful to look at as well. The animation is just chef's cake. Pog. Yeah. Well, you have you got any uh, recommendations? Yeah, for a movie, there is a Korean movie. Um, it came out recently, I think. It's available on Netflix called Space Sweepers. It it's unexpectedly really fun to watch. It's about spaceships and stuff, and <laughs> it gets wild. <laughs> yeah, it's it, like if I talk about it, it's a spoiler. Oh, so it's for that one actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one with the found family kind of feel, right? Where like they're yeah, all... yeah. yeah. It's okay. I, okay, I can say this much. Um, it's about a person who is trying to save their daughter who's been shoot out into orbit, and there's a way to retrieve her, but he ha- he has up to three years um to you know, gather enough money to do it, and he does whatever it takes to get the money. However. Um, his three years is coming to an end soon. Oh, you have a ragtag team full of like. Yeah, cool. and it's really funny. Like he ha- he he's in a crew of um, people, which is the space sweepers. Um, they uh, the the crew of his team are very charismatic as a team. It's That's, you love really to see it. To watch. Yeah. yeah, and the effects on the pictures or the effects actually look. Yeah, the good. effects are actually very on point. Like, I, yeah, it's pretty good. Oh my days, actually reminded me of another film that's like a really good family film to watch Summer Wars. Oh, okay. oh yes, Summer Wars is, Summer Wars is literally a kid invited to a massive family to help defeat an artificial intelligence from essentially like destroying. I don't want to say destroying the world, it seems a bit too, too grand, but too dire. Yeah, but it, it, it intends to destroy something, and it's like, oh man, that movie is amazing. That movie is good. Okay, cool, cool stuff. So, and a second recommendation is actually a comic recommendation. Ooh. Twisted Dark is one of my favorite series. I've talked about it like a billion times. You'll stop talking about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, 
um, dark and twisted. Twisted. <laughs> it's on the name, and it's really fun to read. I, I, I because like it's not exactly a PG thirteen kind of thing. It's very eighteen plus. But at the time when I came up with the idea, it was because of the Valentine and so many people like horror in Valentine. So that's why. I said, oh, yeah, you want something to put your arm around, you know? You're uh, yeah. scared. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And for third recommendation, it's a two-parted. I'm trying to be sneaky here, so I can recommend two things. Um, <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> All right, so okay, I'll pick one. Um, it's a game called This War of Mine. It's about World War Two, and I think it's it's a bit different. It's not a shooter game where you go out and shooting. It's a very narrative-based game, and it's an indie game. It's about the struggles of wartime, and um, things aren't always as they seem. And it's a pretty good one, This War of Mine. So, yeah. These are my free recommendations. Nino Burrito. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. And thank you, guys. And it was good to hear you all back. Yeah. So, hey, do you guys want to add anything before we say goodbye? Follow Victor on Instagram at Victor Nabacco, I believe. <laughs> and follow Deary at Legendary and the fight for Deary at Instagram continues. Yeah. And uh, finally, Kurai Sensei. And Trinity Podcasts are also on uh, Instagram. Uh, yes, uh, please follow our Instagram. I posted the question. This is actually funny. I posted the question. What sort of uh, recommendation do you guys want us to um, recommend? And the number of responses wasn't sufficient enough. To, for, <laughs> to use. Okay, great. Yeah. So, yeah, um, guys, please go to our Instagram. Tell us what you want, and we shall provide. We are available for you. We are here for you. That's a little bit helps. Oh, good. All right. Well, yeah, that's great. All right. Um, yeah, so this is it. I, we will catch you all later. Have a good night, good evening, and good day. And good morning. I forgot morning. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Very good. <laughs> uh, adios. Boy. Hey, we did it. Hey.